You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Kate. What are you listening to? The Staircase. Oh. Is anybody coming? No. It's a song. Oh. What's that from? Welcome back to this week's episode of What's That From? A podcast where we explore musicals that we don't know, but probably should. I'm Kate. And I'm Josh. And this week we're exploring, diving deep into the depths for the musical Titanic. We are thawing the Titanic. (laughs) Woo, sink or swim. Maybe it's like not... (laughs) Maybe it's like not... like. Okay, it's tasteful now. It's been long enough. Okay, okay Titanic jokes are free range. Okay, they're out for grabs. <laughs> oh, man. Well, <clears throat> wouldn't say, this show was a hit, and uh, the iceberg also was a hit. <laughs> <laughs> this show was a hit. It was great. It was a hit. But before we... Striking. But it's kind of sad. It kind of sunk my emotions. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we before we get into it, um, before we get too deep into it, Josh, it is it is up to you to describe this monumental historical event in thirty seconds. Okay. I'm like really actually looking forward to this because I don't know how on earth you're going to do this. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? Um, go. Okay, so there are a bunch of people, and they're on a boat. And the boat is the Titanic. You all know the Titanic. If you don't, I'm worried about you. The Titanic, is they're so excited because it's so monumental, so epic. And, of course, they get too excited about it. They're going too fast, and they can't see There's no moon. They hit an iceberg. starts to sink. Then we get to see, like, pandemonium. We get to see people fighting each other, angry about, like, how people's response to what's happened in the situation. Um, you meet so many different characters, people who have hopes and dreams, people who are excited. Oh, yeah, that's 30 seconds. Okay, great. And that's basically it. Yep. I, I didn't finish it, but some people die and some people live. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, some people do not see, do not see another day, unfortunately. Um, we were just like, um, the songs are like, well... I guess kind of just get into it. I mean, the musical is split up into different parts, as in, like, the launching of the ship. 
Right, that's a, it's a big opening sequence. Yes. Like a big setup. Long. But honestly, like, smart. Because, like, you're yeah. on a boat for how long in this yeah. musical? The whole time. Yeah. So it's like, they definitely were like, let's buy some time before we're on the ship. Right. And it's smart. It, it's a big setup. And it's like, yeah, I just feel like the Titanic gets so swept up with a movie that you forget that at the time, it was the first... It was a huge feat in, it's like, like the engineering. Biggest ship, right? Yeah, like, the, the, biggest, the world like, was, like, celebrating yeah. this, like, monumental achievement. So, like, the sending off of it in itself was its own thing. I feel like just because we only, like, at least for me, I'm just speaking for me, I guess, I, when I hear Titanic, I think of the movie, which is, like, kind of bad. But, like, the Titanic itself was actually a huge, like, I don't know. Lives on, lives on its own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Titanic, the ship, is, like... I don't know. Maybe we, maybe I sound stupid. Like no, I that. totally agree with but you. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, like we should definitely think of the event and not the movie. Yes, of the like craftsmanship and not the Caprio. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, kind of interesting though that these those two things came out of this the same story, year. The same the same year. So crazy, and I think it's because just in the last like decade before they had discovered that the remains of the Titanic. Right. And it's just, like, such a, a tragic event that you have to believe, like, these people on the ship, like, had these, like, crazy love affairs or crazy dreams or crazy whatever. I feel like it, it had a lot of possibility because there is, it's just such a huge tragedy. Yeah, they play really big into the setup of the hopes and the excitement and the triumph so that it's a bigger fall right. whenever it does sink. Right. And it's also cool because I think, like, they were kind of talking about, too, like, there's an interview with Maury Yeston, who wrote the music and uh, lyrics. He says, you know, um, I'm just going to quote this directly. What drew me to the project was the positive aspects of what the ship represented, which was humankind striving after great artistic works and similar technological feats, despite the possibility of tragic failure, and the dreams of the passengers on the boat third class to, Im- to immigrate to America for a better life, second class to live in a leisured lifestyle in imitation of the upper classes, and first class to maintain their privileged positions forever. The collision with the iceberg dashed all these dreams simultaneously, and the subsequent transformation of character of the passengers and cr- the, the crew had, it seemed to me, the potential for great emotional and musical expression on stage. I just think that's kind of beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah, I just, I'm like, whoa, okay, Maury. It's so tragic. So tragic. But in that, he saw humankind's, like, desire to create something out of nothing, like the Titanic was created, and also how, you know, different events can change the course of anything. It's also, like, such an epic concept of a musical. Like, they definitely probably, it was probably daunting, like, to, like, tackle this. But they did it so well. And the music and, is epic. Right, and the way that's how they did it is because they knew it was going to be such an epic story and that's such an epic event to try and capture theatrically. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like a sinking of a huge ship like that? Like I wish I could see yeah. this show on stage. Like, Yeah. But anyways, so right, so they set up the show. It's the launching. You meet all the different types of people. You meet the first class, the upper class, high society, the middle people, and the poor people. Then the ship kicks off. Yes. So then we start meeting like more individual characters. Right. Setups. And there are so many characters in So this. many. And maybe important to note before we even get into it, the show won five Tony Awards. The year Pretty big. Ago. Pretty big. 1997? It's a good, yeah, yes. good sweep. 
Good sweep. And I think it's also, I think this will just give you a better idea of kind of the gravity of the show is that it won five Tony Awards and no one was nominated for their part. Because I think there are just so many characters that all have like their own little thing that I don't even know how you would nominate right. them. And I guess they just didn't feel as savage as they felt in previous years about <laughs> nominating one person and not the other. But... It's so an ensemble you, show. It's an ensemble show. And you show. know what? Not to make this about this, but there should be an, a Tony Award for Best Ensemble of a Musical. And yeah. this could have won it. This would have won it, Yeah, I totally. Because everyone plays a role. It's like everyone's... You get a little tiny glimpse into everyone's different story. Right. Um, but I guess kind of dip our toes into maybe... A couple of them. I think some important ones to note. When we get on the ship, you know, we kind of get to learn more about the captain, I think, is a pretty big character. Yeah. He kind of obviously goes through a lot and a big um, decision throughout the show. Yeah. Um, So you get to see kind of his decision and the different, like... He wants it to go fast. Yes, he wants to impress. Yeah. He's like... Oh, we're going to make it on Wednesday? No, we're going to be there on Tuesday. Like, he wants to really defy the odds. Yeah, which is kind of like, sir, you're already doing something you're so impressive. You're already defying the odds, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he gets a little greedy with, uh, he's a little power hungry. So there's kind of a conflict there because there's a, uh, like a shipmate, Andrews, who is like, um, maybe we should just be safe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm, I hear you, but no. <laughs> So that's kind of how we kind of get into, like, their, um, you know, you just kind of meet the ship deck. And uh, there's a character, Barrett, who is um, played by Brian Darcy James. Classic. Classic. He's... He sounds young in he this. He sounds young. Yeah. And there's a song... I mean, again, not trying to jump... We're jumping all of our normal setup for yeah. this episode. It's okay. But that song that he sings is my favorite song in the whole show. Yeah. Merit song. So good. There's something about it. I don't know. I kept listening to it over and over today. Yeah. It's beautiful. Brian Maybe Darcy, it's just him. Yeah. He, he is incredible. Great. Yeah. He sounds great. Yeah. And so then, obviously, the voyage is going on. We're getting different people's opinions about the ship, how it's being run, what's going on. Um, and so then after we kind of go through kind of the ship mate group of people. Like the crew. Yeah, the crew. Yeah, now we meet the passengers. Yes. So then we kind of head into the second class. Yeah, we meet people who want to be in the first class. Mm -hmm. They're there because, like you said, they're trying to imitate that. They want to live that lifestyle. Right. Um, I mean, people who have, like, they really set up all the dreams that are going to, like, fail. Like, they, you meet this person yeah. who wants to be a famous journalist. You meet these three girls named Kate. Kate. <laughs> I was like, These three oh Irish gosh. girls that are yeah. all named Kate. <laughs> I didn't even know that was, like, that Irish of a name. And then they sing about what their dreams about coming to America are going yeah. to be like. Right. They're really, really setting up the big fall. Yes. Yeah. And... Then, you know, there's little love stories between different people, different classes, different, like, there's a lot of Different forbidden loves, different secret loves, yeah. And you just get a little little taste of all of them. Right. And so, then, there's a lot of, like... There's a religious service. For, because there's a... Isn't there a wedding, too? There's the... a proposal, yeah. Right. And so there's a proposal. I mean, these are big things. Yeah, they're like, they're really setting up big life events. Because, I mean, like, 
when you go to do a big life event, you do it in like a big setting. And like the Titanic right. is a big setting. So right. they're really setting up like not only is like the given circumstance of like the event a big deal, all the people chose to be a part of this big deal for a big reason. Yes. So then now we're just learning all of these random characters, big reasons for being on this big event. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. It's the stakes could not be higher. Right. Everyone is at a stakes 10. Right. In and their life. Do you know whether you're the immigrant coming to America, whether you're like the first class trying to prove yourself, the second class trying to become like, these are all very just, and I don't know, they seem urgent. Urgent. <laughs> and then we see a little bit of happiness. Like we see people dancing. We see mm-hmm. like people doing the latest dance on the ship. People mm-hmm. at church. That's like a joyous thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's no moonlight. It's dark. We can't see anything. Then we start to get into spooky territory. Yes. Then they're like, oh, we can't really see where we're going. And also things get, like, some more sketchy activity happening. Right. It's not as clean or as dreamy as it was during the daytime. For example, there's a character who is, you know, telling this guy she's in love with. Like, one of the Kates. <laughs> yeah, one of the Kates uh, is saying, you know, I, I need to get married because I'm actually carrying someone else's child. And, and he's married. And he's married. <laughs> and then there's also, like... There's some scandalous activity between, like, the lower-class women seeking the high-class men. Playing cards. Playing cards. Yeah. There's smoky room. It's hazy. It's just getting to be seedy activity. And then there's an iceberg. <laughs> we know it's coming next. We know it's coming next. <laughs> and they try, to, they try to fix it, but they don't get it in time. It's too late. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Didn't see it. They didn't see it, and they were going too fast, which was warned against in the beginning. And, like, honestly, genius setup for a structure for a musical, end of act one. Yeah. Hits the iceberg. Hits the iceberg. Boom. Catalyst for act two. Act two. Chaos. Chaos. Now we see just pure pandemonium. Yes. People blaming each other, people upset, people in shock. Yeah, very confusing, super... Obviously, unexpected. Now they're trying to wake up everybody, but people don't believe them because they're like, we're right. asleep, and people are still in their pajamas. Yes, and it's literally until, not until people start getting, yeah, people sliding. start getting trapped. Yeah, yeah like people or, are getting trapped and not able to get out. Yes. That's when they're like, oh, they're being serious. Right. When and the ship starts taking the, the angle. When, like, glasses start falling off tables right. because it's, like, so angled. I can't even imagine. I can't either. 
And like kind of going back to uh, last week, Hello Again, there's also a scene in the Titanic, which, what? We're doing so much Titanic content. <laughs> we, what? WTF loves the Titanic. We're planting seeds in our episodes, so be sure to find a little <laughs> egg in each It's going to be next week. Maybe it's part of this one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like that also, it's just, it's high stakes, I guess, but geez, I can't even, it just seems like a, a made-up bit for the musical but that actually happened it's just because we're such an advanced society now yeah that like things like this such dramatic yeah. traumatizing events like that epic events yeah i feel like rarely happen but then it's like that boat got stuck in the canal i know that or the one that turned sideways yes. yeah <laughs> it does happen <laughs> it does happen but this is a big uh-oh this had like a lot of people at stake right so Obviously, people are scrambling. Things are crazy. People are, you know, <laughs> men and children. I mean, men and, men and children. <laughs> women and children are getting put into life. Leave the women on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> the women men and children <laughs> only. Women. Sorry about that. <laughs> you can swim. <laughs> you can swim. You're a superior. No, women and children. Yes. On get the, the priority. Get the priority. You. And they're trying to get people off the ship. And then, and then, like, Kate, give us a good reading of the names of the songs in Act 2. Oh, this is, like, (laughs) this is so sad. So here's how Act 2 is set up. It goes, wake up, wake up, dressed in your pajamas in the Grand Salon. The staircase, the blame, to the lifeboats, we'll meet tomorrow. (laughs) That's, like, the list of songs. It's so takes a turn. <laughs> it takes a turn. We go from songs being called like, you know, like "Ladies Made," "The Proposal," "The Night Was Alive," "Doing the Latest Rag." I have danced to like "Wake Up, Wake Up," and one of my favorite, I think, song moments in the show happens in the first act. Also happens again in the second act is the song "To Be a Captain." Which is, I think, a really interesting plot point that is pretty consistent throughout. Yeah. Is just the captain's duty, what it means to be a captain, what it means to head up a ship, what that entails, and like the beautiful, amazing innovation it entails. But then in the end, you know, the captain is stays with his ship. He chooses to. I don't think. Uh, I mean, he chooses it, but I think that's also just the captain's the duty. duty yeah. Is that you know you you stay with your ship no matter right. what. And so he sings it again in a very heartbreaking rendition of... I messed everything up. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't Victor Garbrook play the captain in the movie of the Titanic? I know it's not related to the musical. I'm just thinking Victor Garbrook because he lives in musical theater role too. Yeah. Isn't he in that movie? I think he does. Right? I don't know why I just thought about that. Anyways. But I just thought that that was a particularly moving character development. Totally. Good setup for that song. Yeah. Yeah. Just like very. I love when musicals have a continuous melodic theme. Yeah, Maury Eston does that good in this. I yeah. feel like he he has some good. And the way that I mean, like he really captures the tone of this musical with the epic sound of it. Oh my gosh, I would. I can't imagine the chills I would get listening to a full orchestra play this and, and like, everyone and singing. choral. Yeah, you can never you like you can't beat harmonies. Like harmonies are the way to go. <laughs> if you're singing in unison, I just add one. Like add a harmony. <laughs> Wow, guys, this is groundbreaking news. Harmonies are the key to musicals. It's true. But he writes, like, 
13 uh, yeah. part harmonies. Yeah. Everyone is singing their Chamber own Chamber music. <laughs> <laughs> music. We are in a choir. And so, obviously, I mean, you all know how this goes. A lot it happens. And, you know, the captain has his final moments on the ship and then you kind of see in the early morning there are survivors that are rescued by a different ship and they are recounting the tragedy mourning the loss of the people that have died along the way and they kind of discuss like what oh what could we have done better to have made this not happen and it ends just kind of in a hopeful song of like maybe someday we'll be reunited with the people that we've lost in this tragedy and like maybe someday we'll get back to a point where we can dream the same dreams that we dreamed while we were on the titanic because i really like the ending of it yeah yeah it's i mean i didn't like the ending of it but i like the way that they the tone at which they took it. it's kind of melancholy but in in a way i feel like only a tragedy of that size could be you know like Even the people that live, you still carry that with you. So right, it's you kind either of the, let it control you or you try to take the best of it. Yeah, and so they kind of are like, well, hopefully we're heading towards like a better day where maybe we can get to the same yeah. place again. I just, I looked up some facts just really quickly, just so like to give context. So approximately um, 2,200 passengers and crew members out of them, some 1,500 people perished. When the ship sank. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Just to give context of what we're talking about. Yeah. Like 1,500 people. But 706 people survived. Hmm. Which is a lot bigger number than like you think. At least I think when yeah, I think of the I Titanic. Yes. I don't think 700 people yeah. were on those lifeboats. No, I don't but either. But 706 people apparently survived the Titanic. Yeah. Which is crazy. That is crazy. That is a very... I mean, honestly very successful number for a ship of that size also at that time yeah like that's that's honestly really successful but really 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 just so sad so tragic yeah and i mean maury yeston is no stranger to tragedy his other hit show nine is also a bit of a melancholy story as well about the troubled filmmaker it's kind of interesting i would love to give a, a little Glimpse into the more what Maury's mind a new <laughs> a new sitcom television show. I will say I've always been bitter about Titanic just because I love Still Pier and Still Pier um, lost all the Tonys to the Titanic. But now but we've... now that I know Still Pier does have a lot of like structural problems, and Titanic was like very Un- thick, but like really well crafted. Unlike the ship. She was well-crafted. Yeah, seriously, though. Yeah. Like, really solid. And I... I just really want to see a production of it. I do, too. It did really well, like we said. Five Tonys. Five Tonys. Which ones were they? And was nominated for five. So it won all of the ones it was nominated for. It won Best Musical, Best Book of a Musical, Best Original Score, Best Scenic Design, Best Orchestrations, and Outstanding Orchestrations. Pretty, best orchestrations. Right. Outstanding was pretty well. And it was the first year for best orchestrations, too, I read. Yeah. Which is pretty epic. And, like, they needed to make a category for that because, seriously... Orchestrations this, are incredible. And this score is epic. And you know what? Just a side note. One of my favorite things about listening to revivals or movie cast recordings of musicals is that the orchestrations change. Like, I love hearing yeah. different interpretations of the orchestrations. Yes. Depending on the production. Agreed. Yeah, I love that. Um, but there were some really notable people to be in this. 
um, like Brian Darcy James, um, David Elder, and um, who am I looking for? Victoria Clark. Oh yeah. yeah. It was just like I don't know why 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 I was sleeping on the Titanic. I think it's because we people don't do the production of it because it yeah, requires such a big cast, probably a lot of rehearsals for music. Yeah. And the set. I mean, you have to have a, a show. Oh, you have to have a set that, like, is either artistically showing the, tarta- the Titanic yeah. or, like, literally shows the And Titanic. that even, I mean, when they were doing the original production, they couldn't even do an out-of-town trial because the set is so expensive. Right. So they were like, we're not going to build a whole ship set for an out-of-town trial and then come back and build a nut. Like, they're like, nope. There was a production, though. I think it was Serenity Playhouse in Georgia. They did a production that was, like, on the water. <gasps> and they had, Whoa. like, it was a very artistic version of the Titanic. That's cool. It wasn't, like, literal. It was more of, like, platforms. Um, it looked kind of like scaffolding, the pictures I saw. But yeah. they did, like, an artistic version. And I think it did actually go into the water. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the show, when it first opened, it ran 108, or 100, oh my god, 804 performances. Pretty good. Pretty good. And, I mean, it kind of, I think people expected it to sink, for lack of a better word. People thought it was going to be bad. I think and then they it's saw such it. a crazy concept. Yes. Like, literally, reviews were kind of like, it kind of seemed like this show was going to be bad, but honestly, it was like, so, like... I don't know, to kind of quote a review, like it was somber and joyful, little by literally realize that you are in the presence of a genuine addition to American musical theater. Like, people were expecting it to be a big flop, and then they were pleasantly surprised. Honestly, I can imagine this in person being extremely moving, right? too, with all of those people and, like, kind of getting attached to all those people and seeing who survives, who doesn't survive, how they choose to move on, how they tell the story. It's very... It's grand in the way that Miss Saigon and Les Mis are grand. Yeah. I don't know why it's not in the same... Maybe it is in the same Well, in my brain now it is. Now it is. Yeah. It's like a mega musical. It is. It it does feel like a mega musical. It's grand. And I do love those. Like, I love Miss Saigon. I love Les Mis. Same. And this is really... Yeah, that's a really good comparison because it did feel like that. Yeah. It has the same, like, weighty, like, if you want to go and, like, be moved to tears by just music itself and a huge ensemble experiencing a tragedy in unison, this is, this is it. I think it's because it lives in a musical world, obviously, because it's so grand and singing, but not in the musical theater world as much, even with Les Mis and Miss Saigon. Like, it's not really told through dance that much, which kind of makes it seem a little more showy and more musical theater-y, but it feels so based in reality as people that just, like happen to sing in that grand way. That's so true. So then it just makes it so much more, a little more realistic in that way and then heavier. Yeah, it's because it's like, yeah, Late Miz, Miss Saigon, I mean, these are all based on events. Right. So is this. So if you're ever thinking of those two shows, I think you should also be thinking of Titanic. Right, yeah. If you like Miss Saigon or Late Miz, check out this one. Check this out. So I know you said your favorite song was um, Barrett song. Barrett song, but did you have any others? I did. Wait, let me look at the, the song list. Let me look yeah. at the track list. The track list. I will say I have to be partial to Godspeed Titanic. Yeah, I mean, that's a classic. It's so good. It's just the, the <laughs> launching. <laughs> it's like the launching of the ship, and people are just belting their harmonies out. It's fantastic. Um. Yeah. 
I really like the whole setup. Like, I really liked, um... I, I like the whole prologue, basically. Like, I must yeah. get on that ship. I like, I, yes. like, I like all that stuff. Yeah, the launching section as a whole yeah. is very And then good. it ends with Godspeed Titanic, so and then it, like, <sighs> oh, it sends it off. It amps you yeah. up. Like, I hope they sang that in real life. When the ship went off. <laughs> yeah, everyone's, like, dressed in their Sunday best, <laughs> sending off the ship. Yeah, I personally really liked, uh, like... I, liked, I have dance, too. Yes, and, like, doing the latest rag. Yeah, it's cute. And I really did like the To Be A Captain yeah. um, sort of repetitive structure they had, because yeah. it was just really beautiful. But listen to Barrett's song. If you don't listen to anything else, I'm telling you, that song, I kept, I listened to it, like, five times today. Yeah. They, I mean, the music really is as grand as the ship was, as tragic as the ship was, as, I mean, it really does capture the essence of the show. And I think Maury Yeston does a great job of capturing the time period of including like some ragtime elements and some different vignettes from, it just really takes you to, yeah. it literally transports you to a different place. We should also say Peter Stone wrote the book of it too. He yes. wants to work for the best book, but yes. he wrote the book. So it's him and Maury Yeston who wrote the show. Yes. What would you rate it? I honestly rated a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. It was like... I felt no... I So wait, well, I our other... no issues with it. Our only other 10 out of 10 was 25th and I know Putnam County Spelling, right. which is completely different from this. However... I felt no problems with it. I felt no problems with it either. And honestly... I didn't wish he did anything differently. No. No. And also, kudos to them, to Peter and Maury, for having this idea... That, some, that this life event should live in... It's like almost... You know what? I feel like the thing about it is the Titanic is an event that is so hard to understand as a person that you have to experience it through music because or else you just won't understand it. Sure. Maybe. I totally do you know see I'm, that. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, some things you're like, I can't even experience that, but if you played me a chord, I'd be like, that's what... I feel it. That's how yeah. I feel. Yeah. So you have to feel it. You have to feel it to believe it. And um, they captured it. They captured it. Yeah. Titanic. It, good for that. It, good for Titanic. Ten good. out of ten. Come on, Titanic. Give this show a listen. Seriously. Seriously. You. You do kind of need to focus. Maybe. Well, you don't have to focus. I think you could also just enjoy it as an experiential thing. But really, just like put some headphones in and. If you want to feel grand, listen to this. If you want to feel like you are prancing along a large boat. With a petticoat. With a petticoat. Maybe a parasol. Wearing like a little kitten heel. You know, staring at someone across the or boat tux, deck. Or a bow tie. Tux. Wine glass. Yeah. Listen to this show. Yeah. Wow. This one snuck up on us. Snuck up a on big, us. Um, a big, I'm going to give a little shout out to... Um, my good friend who recommended this show to us. Um, so, if you're listening, you know who you are. And thanks for this recommendation. And we really loved it. And if anyone else has any other shows they want to send our way, we've been loving these past two. Yeah, the suggestions are been fire. Recommendations. Yeah, so if you know of a show that you don't actually know, but you want to know, or you sing a song from a show that you feel guilty you don't actually know what it's about, Ask us. We'll do the work for you. Yeah. So anyway, until we meet again next Wednesday. We'll see ya. We'll see ya.
See you on the gram. Every Monday and Wednesday we post new updates. So be sure to give us a follow at WTF underscore B-Way. That's WTF underscore B-W-A-Y. We love you, and we'll see you around. Godspeed. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.